Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and True Social. And follow me on Twitter at John Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, in his new book, former Trump senior White House advisor Peter Navarro explains why Trump lost the White House in 2020 and is said to be the definitive insider's battle plan for taking the Trump White House back in 2024. Navarro is one of only three senior White House officials who remained with President Trump from the 2016 presidential campaign to the end of his first term in office. He was director of the Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy, served as policy coordinator for the Defense Production Act during the pandemic, and was a principal architect of Trump's tariff trade and tough on China policies. Peter, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Hey, I always love to visit the state of Kansas, dear to my heart, uh, for no other reason than my uh, my college sweetheart hailed from Wichita. So, <laughs> what can I say? Well, we're we're glad to have you back on the show. <laughs> it's a, it's a pleasure to have you back, my friend. And, and I want to get to the book uh, before I do, though. I've, I've got to ask you, and I was so thrilled to see some of you guys pushing back on the the January sixth you know, farce committee. Uh, and I, I know you, you know, you were subpoenaed to testify and, and, but, and th- th- this is actually before, or this actually, af- actually after you came on our show the first time, because this, this whole thing is such a sham and, you know, they held you in contempt and, and who could blame you, frankly, because I have, I think a lot of us have contempt for that committee, but I mean, where does the whole thing stand today? Because uh, I mean, well, I watched it and I think you have a legitimate assertion of executive privilege and these people just don't want to hear it, do they? They do not. And and when I when I wrote the Taking Back Trump's America book, I, I never thought I would have such a personal 
stake in this. But but the, the taking back Trump's America book has two missions. One is, of course, to get Trump back in the White House. But the second, first and foremost, and we got to do this first, is to get that House of Representatives, yes. the House gavel, out of the hands of Pelosi um, and into the hands of Trump Republicans. And what that committee is, like the select, they call, they call it the select committee on January 6th. It's like long before I ever got the subpoena, I, I correctly identified it as a kangaroo court, which unconstitutionally was exerting its investigatory powers in a way which was designed not to find out what happened on January 6th, but simply to build a criminal case against Donald Trump to stop him from running for president in 2024, full stop. And what they've done to me, basically, is they, they subpoenaed me and uh, they wanted me to testify and provide some documents. Um, I'm, as a, a senior White House official and alter ego of the president, I'm governed by what's called executive privilege. President Trump had invoked executive privilege in, the, in this Jan 6 matter. I told him that. I told him that it was not by law my privilege to waive. So by law, by honor, by duty to my country, my constitution, and the president, I could not uh, respond to them. And, and third, the easiest solution here was for them, and I told them to do this, asked them to do this repeatedly, just go to the president and his attorneys and negotiate a waiver of the privilege. I'd be happy to give you whatever he uh, says I can give you, right? And they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Instead, uh, they passed a resolution to hold me in contempt. It comes with a two-year prison term. Too many and they referred it to the, the Department of our Dual System of Injustice. And um, the uh, this uh, Barrett Garland, the Attorney General, singled me out for prosecution, selected prosecution. And uh, I'm literally the only senior White House official in the history of our republic who's ever been charged with this alleged crime. It's like absurd. Now, the, that's not the worst part of it. The worst part of it was the, the arrest. It's like this is a, a misdemeanor where you're supposed to do voluntary surrender, peaceful surrender, call me, call my lawyer, come on down, we'll book you, get you in, and you'll be out on the street, and then, then trials will ensue, right? They didn't do that. Then they, they, they stalked me to the airport on my way to do Mike Huckabee's show in Nashville. They grabbed me at the airport, put me in handcuffs, and strip-searched me, leg iron, solitary <laughs> confinement, no access to an attorney. Um, and, the, you know, the cherry on that, that, that S sandwich was putting me in the same cell, and they loved telling me this, that John Hinckley sat in after he shot Ronald Reagan, right? So this is how these guys roll. And, um, you know, after Joe Biden's blood red uh, fascist speech the other day, oh, yeah. I think they're, they're totally unmasked. And, and this is why the Taking Back Trump's America book is so important, not just to me personally, because you've got to get those people the hell out of there, but to this country. And, and look, in, in, in your state, um, there's a key race, right? We've got to get enough House races back. And I'm, I'm just asking the people of Kansas, like in the third district, Amanda Atkins, she, she's, the, she's the Trump candidate. She's the Republican candidate. We got to get her opponent, a Democrat opponent, who's, who's about as woke and progressive 
and wrong as they get. I can't even imagine her representing the state of Kansas because I love that state, and it's 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 conservative, middle of the road, kitchen table values. Get Amanda Atkins in there. Call her. Call her office up. Give her some money. Give give her some time, some volunteering, and that's action, action, action. You know the other race that that uh, caught my eye in your state. Um, you know, there's three governor's races. Let me preface it this way, that I'm actively uh, pushing for wins. That's Cary Lake in Arizona, Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania, and Tudor Dixon in Michigan. But but I'm adding, I'm adding uh, today Derek Schmidt to this. And, and um, Derek Schmidt would easily beat Laura Kelly, easily. But these guys, they, they got this stalking horse, this idiot, and Dennis Pyle um, in the race trying to, as an independent to pull pull votes away from Schmidt. And if he's successful at doing that, uh, you're going to get a Democrat governor in the state of Kansas, which is an oxymoron if I ever heard. It. And I take this one personally because I ran for city council like longer than a lot of people listening to the show were before they were alive. <laughs> and they beat me. They beat me. By running a stocking horse. It's like they knew they couldn't beat me head to head, so they put in a stocking horse, uh, and I, I wound up uh, losing because of that. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't realize or have forgotten that it was Democrats that were out there helping to collect signatures for Dennis Pyle to get him on the ballot. Yeah. There's a reason they did that. Yeah. They, they, were they wearing election integrity buttons while they were doing that? I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't surprise I mean, me. They're taking back Trump's America. we got to take it back from those people. This book is not just a book. It's a mission. Buy it on Amazon today because yeah. I want you to read it. And by the way, even if you don't want to buy the book to learn about MAGA and learn how to take back Trump's America, it's also, ironically, my legal defense fund. <laughs> I, you never thought I'd have to do that. You know, you can take a guess. How much I've had to shell out so far just for this. I can only imagine. I, I can only imagine. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we had a case here where the, uh, the county commissioner, there was the FBI was going after him, and I know it was it was upwards of $100,000, so I can only imagine what you're having to spend. Oh, that's chump change. I'm already over $400,000 on my way to more than a million. I mean, that's part of what the Democrats do. They try to, to – they're like vampires. They suck you dry. They try to break your spirit, but they're not breaking me. I'm taking back Trump's America. Let's do this together. Let's let's put Amanda Atkins in the third district. Let's get Derek Schmidt as the governor of Kansas, and let's put Trumpian MAGA people um, in office. And one of the nice things about the, the Taking Back Trump's America book is that it it, it really does a careful. Uh, explanation of what we stand for, what MAGA means. And it's a simple iron MAGA triangle of uh, supporting an end to endless wars, secure southern borders, and oh, yes, most importantly, a strong manufacturing base, resilient supply chains achieved primarily through buy American and, and trade policies. So this is what we stand for, Joe. I bet you, how much you want to bet? Joe Biden doesn't even know what the hell MAGA is an acronym no, for. No, he, he just doesn't. gets up in front of there and reads from the teleprompter. Oh, MAGA, guys, oh, MAGA. It's just like, 
Okay, Joe. Yeah, okay. Go back in your cave after you've had your little shot of adrenaline to get you up in front of a microphone. <laughs> we're, we're talking with former White House senior advisor Peter Navarro. Uh, you mentioned the book. It's Taking Back uh, Trump's America, Why We Lost the White House and How We'll Win It Back. It's uh, available on Amazon. In, in the new book, I, I got to tell you, Peter, I've read some excerpts. You don't mince words at all. I mean, you part of the stuff when you an, analyze why you lost is it, it goes into pretty explicit detail about saying that the ex-president's top staffers and officials were, as you described them, a, a motley crew of chiefs, a cabinet of clowns. You go on to describe Trump's three chiefs of staff as being in a dead heat for the title of worst chief of staff in history. I mean, you really don't pull any punches, do you? I do not. And and Ronald Reagan uh, coined the idea that personnel is policy, meaning that if you don't get the right people in to, to uh, support you in the West Wing, you're going to get the wrong policies. In the, in, in the Trump, taking back Trump's America book, I refine that by saying bad personnel is not just bad policy, but also bad politics. And the first half of the book describes how uh, the original sin of the administration right after the uh, 2016 election victory um, was to bring in all these bad personnel from the rhino wing of the Republican Party, the Republicans in name only, who were the globalists and the Wall Street transactionalists who were dead opposed uh, to Donald Trump's transformational policies. And I, you know, I, I was like the tip of the spear having to fight these guys. There's a great story about me and the boss sitting in the iconic Roosevelt room around the table with a half of the cabinet and, and all of the top West Wing officials um, trying to figure out how to get uh, tariffs going as a policy. The boss had called that meeting, and he goes around the table, and by the time we, we make the whole circuit, it's like there's only two people in the room who support his trade policy and tariffs. It's me and him. He looks at me. I look at him. His eyebrows go up, and it was like an epiphany for him. He goes, okay, we got we got an issue here. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then it was over time. We got rid of Tillerson. We got rid of Mattis. We got rid of uh, McMaster. Um, we got rid of a whole lot of people. But, but you know, the Mulvaney, I, I tell you, whenever your listeners see that little twit on CBS, talking smack about President Trump, that guy, Mick Mulvaney, who was an acting chief of staff, uh, I got I got stories galore in the Taking Back Trump's America book about what a sleazebag he was. He's another guy that never should have been allowed in there, uh, and good riddance to him, but, but he did damage. He did damage while he was in, and now he's doing damage, now he's on the outside. Well, and I remember back when, in the early days of the administration, when you, you know, when, when the president had dinner with Mitt Romney, there were people, there were members of you know, groups that I sat with who were scratching our heads thinking, what's what's he doing talking to guys yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I remember sitting, uh, there's a little uh, room off the uh, off the Oval where the boss loved to hang out and sign documents and uh, hold court. And I remember one day coming in, he called me over, and there was Mitt. And uh, I'm, I'm looking at Mitt thinking, boy, this guy's going to stab the boss in the back no matter how nice he is. And it wasn't long after that when, uh, when the crap started to flow out of the Romney machine. I mean, that guy, 
I mean, I remember him when I was getting my PhD in economics at Harvard, and and he, you know, he was back in Massachusetts politics as the governor, and you know, it's like uh, you think about this: how does a Republican get elected governor um, in the state of Massachusetts without lying through his teeth and being kind of whatever chameleon? That's who Mitt is. But don't get me started on Mitt. <laughs> I want to take back Trump's America and Kansas. You, you, you've been the professor is giving you some homework. Please, 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 please make my day. Get Amanda Atkins elected after the show's over. I find her website and send her some money and volunteer. And yeah, um, Derek Schmidt, just don't, don't fall for the Dennis Pyle thing. No matter what he says, he's he's not a Trump guy. No matter what he says, he's just a stalking horse uh, for the uh, for the Laura Kellyites. Well, Peter, I really appreciate you. Again, the new book is called Taking Back Trump's America, Why We Lost the White House and How We'll Win It Back. It's available on Amazon. You're also on Twitter at RealPNavarro. I follow you. They can also get copies of the book. They can read articles that you've written, lots of information on your website. It's at PeterNavarro, N-A-V-A-R-R-O.com, correct? Right, and don't forget Getter, G-E-T-T-R. I call it the Twitter killer. (laughs) Um, it's it's an alternative to Twitter that won't censor you. So check it out if you're a, if you're a Twitter file. Uh, get on Getter, and you can you can do both at the same time. Transfer your followers over, and um, and again, this is part of taking back Trump's America. We we've, we've got to um, hedge our bets against this cancel culture, and Twitter is the worst of the worst. I appreciate you, Peter. Appreciate you joining us this evening. And folks, get the book, and I agree, donate to Amanda Adkins, and don't buy Dennis Pyle's BS. Peter, thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. You take care. We'll be taking your calls at 845, but coming up after the break, Senate Judiciary Chair Kelly Warren will tell us about the constitutional amendments you're going to see on your ballot coming up in November. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 